see, God is God knows what he was doing when he when said, said that I man and woman to be together. Do you understand? He knows what he was doing because that's the only reason why you know a man can afford to go into the labor room with his wife mm. and then he's there calming her down and then she feels better. I feel like if I was married, the pain wouldn't have been as because the truth is my delivery was actually very smooth. Hello and welcome to 20-somethings Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Fortunes, self-acclaimed spokesperson for 20s. Here on the podcast, we talk about everything bothering us as 20-somethings. From the good, to the bad, to the wins, the ups, the downs, and everything in between without discrimination, judgment, or prejudice. With a goal to build a community of 20-somethings who are empowered, to be their best selves, live their best lives, blossom while staying connected and learning from one another. If this is your first time here, welcome. And to returning listeners, welcome back. So let's delve right in. Hey guys, it's me. It is I, Jessica Fortunes, and I am back. Yes, I'm back in the studio. I'm excited to be back here. Yay! <laughs> Guys, I know I owe you an apology. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. But it's just me. It's just one person, right? And a girl is trying to pass. Yes, I don't want to fail. You know that my parents, they spend plenty of money. <laughs> and if I fail my exams, hey, go down, beg. So yeah, for that very reason. I mean, if you've been listening, you'd know that. I'm currently doing my master's degree and I had exams, so I had to focus on that. But first semester is done. I'm hoping for a good result. So as you're listening to this, say a prayer for me in silence. Jessica must pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you and God bless you as you do so. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So I'm really excited to be back. I missed you so much. I missed being in the studio and I missed everyone you know the messages thank you very much to everyone who sent me a message thank you to everyone who checked up on me it means so much and i'm happy to have this community i'm so blessed okay all right okay um today i have with me a special guest like every other special guest i've had <laughs> so nobody's jealous yeah. <laughs> i have with me nelu hi nelu hello hi jessica great to finally meet you same yeah, here doing this now <laughs> <laughs> as truly yeah we've, we've been on this since last year guys yeah november yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. back and forth yeah today no tomorrow <laughs> okay let's move to next week Guys, I'll just, I'll just tell you how tight it's been. But I'm very happy to finally have you here. Same here. And you look amazing. I love Thank it. I love you. it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so Nelu is a serial entrepreneur. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Also, she is a nine-to-fiver. She has a job yeah. in daytime as, you know, a business developer. She's also a TV host. Mm-mm. That alone just makes me know that this discussion is going to be spicy, you know, because she's been doing this. She's in it. So yeah. I'm more than honored to have her here. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I'm also honored to be sitting here on 20 something. Rants. Oh, jeez. I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Yes. And, you know, I, like I said to you, I mean, we need to do this podcast needs to go out there. People need to hear there's too much trash out there in the name of podcasts now, mm. you know. So let's talk things that make sense, that people can listen to and be like, ah, okay, now nah, that makes sense. Those things that, if we're going to trend, let's trend for the right reasons, mm. not for the wrong reasons, yeah. Yeah, so... Word, 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 word. Mm, mm, mm. I'm glad to be back in the studio because I've been hearing that there's been a whole podcast pandemic. Yes. 
Ah. But I like it because it just means that finally people are paying attention to podcasts in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And then it's an opportunity for podcasters who are doing really great work mm-hmm. to actually shine. Yeah. And then... Sincerely, as much as the hype is and people follow these people who are doing trendy right. things, mm-hmm. eventually they will run out of everything. So exactly. you talk about sex today, tomorrow you talk about what, dating, tomorrow you talk about everybody will get tired of sex one day, one day, and they want something that has more substance. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited that you think about this podcast as one that has substance. <laughs> Yay! They don't know. All right. <laughs> All right. So today on the podcast, I'm really excited to have you. I think I mentioned that already. <laughs> We're going to talk about being a woman, right? You know, you spoke to me about first, you actually, and your last place of your 20s. Uh, yes, I am. I'm <laughs> nervous. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. Oh, let's start from there. Why are you nervous? <laughs> I don't know. So, you know that um, fear of, okay, so now I'm going to be 30. Uh, have I achieved what I should have achieved? Mm. Am I doing as good as I should be? I'm then I'm comparing myself to my friends, my mates, you know, people that are also in the same age range as I am. And I'm saying, okay, so mm, maybe I'm not doing bad. Maybe I could do better here. Maybe I could do better there. And I'm also nervous because, I mean, there's also family. There's there and then they are reminding you every other minute that you are going to be 30 very soon. Do you know? <laughs> I'm like, guys, you don't need to remind me. Jesus, I know I was born in 1993. Hello. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited because I finally get to say I'm 30. But sometimes I get mixed feelings. And I don't know if it's in my head, but then they're just saying things that are starting to happen to me now. And I'm saying, okay, my friend is tired of me, damn Because every time she's like, hey, good, excuse me. It's that yo. It's not because <laughs> I say okay. It's like my cycle has become so irregular. It says something wrong. <laughs> my body doesn't feel right. Why am I having a headache? Why is my back hurting? Why is my waist pain? And she's like, please, please. Oh my god. I mean, I, I can relate to that. When I turned like, I mean, my mid twenties, fast late twenties at this point. I'm turning twenty six in the bed, mm. and then the moment I bend down, and my back just goes down. Uh-huh. What's that? <laughs> Am I getting old? And then I saw this tweet again on Twitter that said, oh, when you get to 25, 26, your real body starts to show. Mm. And I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Is it showing now? (laughs) It's just because, you know, online, there's just so much pressure of things that should happen when you're at a certain age. So you just keep checking yourself to know, am I meeting the standard? Mm -hmm. Is it going as it should be? Is there something wrong with me? And oh my God, I think that if we did not have that pressure... You actually just realize that life is just going to you, just going because of the pressure. And everybody has an opinion. Everybody has something to say about this age, that age. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. guy, leave me now. (laughs) (laughs) Now leave me alone. I'm just great. But yeah, I think that age is actually sweet Mm -hmm. because I think that one of the things I've learned really and that's helped me to be happy when I grow older of my birthdays is realizing that. Aging is actually a blessing. Of course. So many people don't get to, you know, be 30, 30, 40, 50. They don't Mm -hmm. get to see old Mm -hmm. age. So it's like when we have an opportunity to see a new age, grow older, be in this world a lot longer, I think it's something to be grateful for. for. I think that like that's, it's my birthday next month. And Ah, I'm very, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But when I remember, it's okay, Mm. it's okay. I think that helps me. So this is me trying to motivate you that. Thank you so much, Jessica. (laughs) But yeah, okay. So if you were to, you know, when you talk about 30, you talk about your family. Why are they pressuring you? What was special about that? So so now there's a dynamic to it because I have a daughter. Mm. 
mm. who turned 11 in January. So that means I had her when I was 19. Wow. So yeah, you can imagine all of the stories that can possibly stem from that, right? Mm. And I remember at some point, my father said to me, this is when I was, um, I think I was 20, what? Maybe 25, 26. Mm. And my dad looked at me and I was like, it's going to be very difficult for you to find a man that's going to marry you. <gasps> I froze. And I was like, Daddy, he said, yes, because you have a child now. I mean, all the young men out there are going to just be, they're going to feel like your child's going to be a burden to them. And it's just not going to sit right. So you're probably going to find one man who's divorced or one older man who's not a senior bachelor. I couldn't believe it. So for a very long time, I just could not get over. I mean, up till today, as a matter of fact, I'm being honest with myself. What he said to me has stuck with me because so when I'm in a relationship and the relationship feels I remember that and I'm like my father said <laughs> you know and it doesn't help that I mean I have cousins I have we have family friends who are in the same age grade as I am and most of them most of them are married now they probably got married at 27 28 at each time they have to go for the weddings and um, mm, trust my father not to trust my father rather to remind my mom that so we're going for Somto's wedding tomorrow. Somto is Chinelo's age mate. Nah, nah, I'm just... Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, daddy, I'm not holding this against you. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. I understand. I know the pressure. I mean, I'm the only daughter as well. So mm. I, and he's an Igbo man. Mm. So I can't understand. But yeah, I just believe that it's not how far, but how well, right? Yep. So it doesn't matter if I'm married or not right now, right? I know that whatever it is that's coming is going to be good so mm. i've just decided in fact see my theme <laughs> as you said my theme for this this year is no wahala mm, actually but, <laughs> that's the theme of my life <laughs> but yeah i i really i've decided not to put myself under pressure at all mm. because for the past two years I, especially in the relationship scene i put myself under so much pressure I figured I was trying so hard to make a relationship sure. work out and it, it was obvious that i was Sucking up all of the bullshit. I was just going to, you know, see, just marry me. Just mm. marry me. Just marry me. Let's not be said that I could not find a husband before I turned 30. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, girl, wake up. You are way more than all of this. Yep. Please. You need to move on. So, yeah. I can definitely imagine because I remember there's something that I never forget that somebody mm. close to me said. And it's amazing how when they say these words, I don't think they know. They don't. But it just sticks with you and you never like... It's like anything that happens, you just remember that word mm, and it's like, damn mm, it. Mm. Damn it. It's like, and then you try to condition your life to try to avoid what they've said. It's like, yes. I'm trying to bang, you know. So I can definitely imagine that. But did you ever think of having a conversation with him about it? Have you ever thought about it? See, let's, go, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> My father is not that person you can particularly sit with to have that kind of conversation. Mm. Because trust me, he is just going to come at you from an angle that you don't even expect. A typical African so I don't bother. I mean, if I, I try as much as possible these days to at least make my grievance known and say, okay, this is how I feel. Actually, through my mom, because my mom is like our middleman. So I let my mom know, knowing that somehow, some way, she would mention it or she would say it in a conversation that pops up between them and them. But for me to come to him directly and say, this is how I feel, nah, mm. I haven't. <laughs> and I don't have any intentions. To. I mean, this after I asked that question, I think my head just went back to, yeah, you think that it's 21st century. <laughs> Because even me here, I'm just 26, and my mommy goes, um, after your master's now, you know, what, married next. next. 
the moment I say, um, I think of doing, I'm thinking of doing my MBA, going abroad, she's like, huh? In your <laughs> husband's house. <laughs> in your husband's house, not in this house. So I can only imagine. Mm. And even when I try to go, no, this is not the time. She's like, what's what I'm talking is my own. No, it's like, yes, I've heard you people. He's like, if we should talk, it's your own. When it's time for me to do my own, this is what I want in this yeah. house. And so I can only imagine it. Yeah, that's a lot to go through. But now you spoke about your child. Let's go back there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, so now people have accused me of, talking about my daughter in it or rather bringing my daughter in every situation that I can and I'm like see you have no clue that girl oh mm. my goodness do you want it is to be 19 and pregnant I was having a conversation with someone and the person when I said ask the person I, I was like do you know what it means to be 19 and pregnant I was like what do you mean you were having sex so what did you expect was going to happen <laughs> did not have to say that <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> At the same time, do you still know what it means to be 19 and pregnant? So a lot happened. I was my final year mm. in university when that happened. I was dating this guy and I mean, we're so head over heels in love. And one thing led to another and I got pregnant. And Is it one so thing see, led to another? Like no, one no, thing no. just led to another. Oh, you people went to do the do. <laughs> so you know the funny thing, right? Yeah. You would have expected that. I mean, I was not a baby in quotes. I mean, my education went by really fast. I got in university at 15. Mm -hmm. And so it was very quick. So at 19, I was already in my final year. I was doing so well and all. But I'm a very, I mean, I'm an intelligent girl. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that happened. And for whatever reason, I I knew, I had that conviction in my heart that I said, Chinelo, this one, you can't do anything to it. Mm. You just have to. And we had confirmation. You see when people say this thing of, oh, there was confirmation. I, I never believed it until that. We had confirmation from different sources. And I'm beginning to see it now from different sources saying, you can't do anything to this baby. You can't, you're going to keep this. Baby. It's going to be hard. I remember the doctor we went to. I'm not even going to Ming's words here. Doctor. And he said to me, look, you're going to suffer for the next five years because there's going to be so much pressure. But guess what? When this child is 10, you're going to look at yourself again and say, pat yourself on the back and say, well done, because she's going to make you so proud. Hmm. At the time, it did not make sense because that's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah. So I was looking at him like, hmm? Of course, the first thing that came out, my father. Hey, <laughs> hey. I'll go to my father that what? But you know, I'm glad, I must say. And I, started, I came into this realization last year when she turned 10 because I actually sat back and I thought about several things and I'm like if this did not happen I don't know what would have happened in my life but you see it actually changed the entire trajectory of my life Hmm. because to start with so we used to live my parents still live on the mainland so I used to live on the mainland with my parents but then after I got pregnant my dad I left the house so my father didn't speak to me for what four years so I was, remember I said I was in my final year, so I had her, I had to write my final exams about two weeks after I put to bed. I just had to, you know, because I was like, whatever it is, I must graduate. graduate. I'm not going to have a, um, a, an, extra an extra year. I must graduate. So I was bent on that. And thank God, yeah, that happened. I defended my project and everything went well and I graduated. So I went for my youth service the next, the next year and that was where I met my friend, a friend of mine in camp. She was an international student, Lisa Peggy. And... I must say that that was divine orchestration because that was literally when my life changed. I was very depressed. I had postpartum depression because I couldn't be with family. 
I couldn't be with people that meant something. People that I could hold my hands and say, okay, you know what, it's going to be fine. It was literally just my mom. That, and even my mom could, couldn't come to see me because my father would never hear that she, she, you know, she came to see me or had anything to even do with myself or the baby or anything like that. So I was by myself with, I mean, my daughter's paternal grandmother, of course, and a few of their family members, but it still didn't feel like yeah, home, right? Yeah, family. So it was me going through so much depression at the time. So NYC camp was a very good escape for mm. me. So that three weeks, when people say they did not enjoy camp, I enjoyed it because it was like... It was vacation, <laughs> you know, and that's where I met her. And she saw me one day. Mm, what's wrong with you? Why are you always quiet? You're so pretty. What's wrong? What's and she introduced me this to this other friend. And that was how we all just became friends. And we used to go to mommy market together and all of that. And so when it was time to go back home, of course, I couldn't go home to my father's house. Mm. So I was in my uncle's house. Unfortunately, my uncle was going to move to Gombe at the time. So his house was empty. It was just a rug and a pillow and I think a duvet or something that he had in the house in Okpebi. And I used to avoid my friend coming into the house because I served in Okpebi Grammar School. I taught in Okpebi Grammar School. It was very close to the house. Sometimes when we go for CDS, she'll pick me, you know, drive me back, drop me off. I want to come in. I'm like, no, you cannot come in. <laughs> and she doesn't understand why. Until one day she's like, no, Chinil, I'm coming in. And then she came and she's like, what? You mean this is where you live? And I'm like, um, yes. And she's like, nah, you're moving out of this place. And that was it. She, she lives on the, she still lives on the island. And she introduced me to her mom and her dad. And these people literally carried my mother on their head like I was wow. their child. And honestly, that was how my life changed. Because then, and then got a job on the island. I lived with them for, I think, four years before wow. I moved out. So, you know, they gave me that the family that you needed. Exactly. And then that, that block. Oh, I must say that they also took it upon themselves to speak to my dad and make sure that we reconciled. Mm. And actually, that was how myself and my dad started talking again after four years. So you can imagine all of that, right? But it just shaped me. It made me become more independent because mm. I feel like if all of this thing happened to me, I would probably still be that daddy's girl that's just waiting. Okay, daddy, I want to go do my master's now. And then he says, okay, you know what? Fly here, go there, do this, do that. I'm sure sometimes, the father doesn't say it to him, but I'm sure he looks at me sometimes and he's like, you're one stronger, mm. right? I didn't know the strength that was lying in me until I had to go through it. It wasn't easy, I must say. It was very, very difficult because this is me not having anybody to collect money from, having to survive on the salary that I had. I mean, food was there, accommodation was there because I was living with yeah. those people, right? But I feel like if all of those things did not happen to me, my life wouldn't be... You want to be the woman right you are now, right now. Exactly. So yeah, all of my life stories tie up into this beautiful human being sitting in wow. front of you today. I feel like my mouth is <laughs> open because like, wow. It's like you've told a journey of the last five, ten years yeah. of your life yeah. that must have been so much hard work. You said it in such a way that it looks so beautiful and it's like, you oh my God. It's like, mm. I sure it was really hard because you're smiling. My dear, I'm smiling right now, but it was, there were days when I would, I mean, I still have, there's still times now when I, in my closet, I still cry and I remember everything. I'm just like, but you know what? I have just come to a place of gratitude and peace with myself. Mm. And I'm like, you know, this thing that you did. And I'm very grateful so for my support system. So my friends, so there's Dami, there's Miriam, there's Amoloing. These people have held me. These are people that have been by my side through it all and said to me, 
you know what? Whatever it is, you're not giving up. Mm. We are going, you are going to keep going. And they, they say something to me, and I sit back. I remember my birthday last year, so I had a couple of my friends. I was doing, oh, I'm now 29. So let's now do the <laughs> final 20s part. So we had the final 20s. It was a big thing. It was a three-day event. Oh, she, <laughs> You know how to enjoy life. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. So I had them, and I, I had them talk about certain things about myself. You know when people are talking about you and... You look back and you're like, is that me? Is it me? People are saying all those things. And I knew that my friends are very, very, they are brutally honest people. If you if you mess up, they will tell you that you messed up. At the same time, if you do good, oh my God, they will sing your praises to the end of the earth. So that's how they are. So when I heard them say certain things about me and talk about my strength, I talk about how, and then even my daughter would look at me because now she's a very smart girl. So she sort of understands some of the stories and whatnot. And my daughter says to me every time, Mommy, you are such a strong woman. And I'm like, Chinilo. I don't think you understand that, but I'm sure she's watching you and knowing that, damn, my mom is strong. Yeah. So, well, I'm grateful for it all in all of this. You said I'd sound like it's a beautiful story. Yes. I mean, God gave me beauty for my ashes. Mm, so. Word, 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 word. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Amazing, amazing stuff. You know, Hearing you talk reminds me personally of my mom gave birth to me pretty early. When mm. we're together, people are like, is she your mom? Oh. Yeah, I think that's what will happen with you and your daughter Actually, eventually. She, she's she's like, wearing my clothes now, you know. You see? You see what I'm talking about? I'm like, will you get out of my wardrobe? <laughs> she's like, but this top of it will not fit, sis. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's the same thing with my mom. And when she buys clothes, I try it first. <laughs> if it doesn't sound if it's not my side, like, okay, okay, take it. If I buy and it doesn't sound, yeah, okay. take it. But so, and when she talked about her journey too, I can so much relate and I can only wonder what's going through your daughter's head because mm. in my head, I'm like, I must not fail this woman. She went through a lot. Yeah. You know, my name is Fortune. One of the beautiful reasons why my name is Fortune is was like, you're fortunate to be alive. Mm. You're that child that by all means, she wasn't ready to have me. Mm. It was like, something led to another and then, but she decided, she took it upon herself. And so you're now at that page where it's like, when you look back, like my mommy's going to kill me. <laughs> I can't do this. You know, you don't want to you don't want to let her down. down and I yeah. think it's something beautiful to have, really. And well done. Thank you. <laughs> well done. So let's talk about how that has impacted your relationships though. Mm. I mean, having mm. a child at that age, mm. going through all of that. Do you tell people, do you tell men that you meet? You reminds me of the movie I watched. Did you watch this mm-hmm. movie? Here lies love on Netflix. That lady had a child and she was going through all of that. (laughs) You watched it, yeah? Yes. She's like, how do you deal with that? So in the beginning, right, I used to shy away from having that conversation. Even, I mean, just generally. So even with female friends. And that's because I felt like it was a stigma to talk about how um, I had a child out of wedlock. And then also because I was also in a church community. Mm. So it wasn't particularly encouraged to speak about it a lot. But then at some point I'm like, for how long am I going to hide this? And I used to have this colleague who had a son at the time. And she's, her son didn't know she was his mother, right? Wow. And I didn't understand that. Because I'd ask her, I'm like, you breastfed this child. How is it? So how do you feel knowing that your son will grow up tomorrow? And for whatever reason, he finds out that you're his mom and he's been calling you auntie. auntie. Mm. I cannot, I will never understand that. So... I just now embraced, okay, you know what? I shouldn't talk about the fact that I have a daughter. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to deny the fact that you have a daughter. The fact that I have a daughter. So I think it was maybe about five, six years later. I just said, you know what? Anybody that will be with me will be with me. If you cannot deal. So I tell you from the... I said, see, once you pick up my phone, you just see the picture of me. I'm like, mm. 
it's been like that for as long as I can remember. So there, I mean, there's been different, different pictures, pictures, right? But you would always just know. I can't have a one-hour conversation with you, or even a thirty-minute conversation with you, and not talk about my child mm. for whatever reason. Because the truth is that my life has literally gone the way it has because of her. So subconsciously, anytime I'm having a conversation about whatever it is, she just comes up in the conversation. So I can't hide it anymore. I I, I can't imagine myself not talking about it. So if I meet you today and then we talk, oh, hi, hi, hi. Oh, of course, usually you toast me. <laughs> At some point, I feel the need to tell you, oh, you know what? I have a daughter. I, so it's not, I'm not even saying that like I'm announcing it to you. I'm just saying, so... At that point, if you cannot deal with it, boy, bye. Right? So I, I don't I don't I don't believe in, you know, shielding that. Because the truth is, so what if you guys are going to take the relationship to the next level? It then feels like you've been hiding a part of you mm. for a while. And then trust begins to, you know, diminish yeah. in that relationship. So and I'm very big on trust in relationships. So I don't I don't see why I can't tell you about it. So now this has actually led me to different people. Huh. <laughs> These stories. Now, I have met someone who was divorced. He had two children and he felt like he was doing me a favor by wanting to be in a relationship with me because I had a child. He's like, oh, I have two kids. I'm no longer with my wife. You have a child. How about we just get together? <laughs> I'm like, great idea. But, you know, don't now make it seem as if you are trying to help my situation. Mm -hmm. I don't have a bloody situation. This, I mean, this just happened the way it did. Don't make it seem like you're trying to help me, right? Also, the most recent one, by the way. <laughs> so I was dating this guy. We met, you know, uh, we even met on Instagram. Yeah, wow. But I mean, coincidentally, we had mutual friends who were like my very close friends as well. I think that was how we even popped up on each other's feed in the first place. Mm. And, you know, we started out the relationship. It was blissful because... You know, when I spoke to him and I told him, oh, I just feel somehow because I have a child and you are, he's a very good potential bachelor, you know, mm. doing so well for himself. Young guy, he was in his mid-30s at the time. He has a house, he's doing so well. Mm. So, I mean, he just seemed like, okay. Every woman's dream. You know? <laughs> and so I made it class and I'm like, guy, this is it. And he's actually like, no, um, don't worry. I think I know how I'm going to deal. I'm going how I'm going to go about it and all. And he went spoke to <laughs> spoke to his family about it, and clearly his mom wasn't having it. Mm. He came back to me, which I really appreciate, and told me that you know what? Yeah, um, my mom doesn't think that this would work, but don't worry. I'm the one that's in this race, and I'm a man, so mm. whatever it is I want to do is what I want to do. I'm like, okay. So we carried on one year, one year, one month, one year, two, one year, three months. And then I started to notice some changes. And I'm like, okay, is this all in my head? Am I just overthinking this thing? Should I calm down? Should I slow down? Maybe it's just in me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, it's not just me. Guy, let's talk about this thing. And then we had a conversation. And Jessica, I tell you, there and then on the phone, this guy then says to me, you know what? Because I found out he was being with other people. Mm. You know how you know that you are good enough, right? Yeah. But then you find out your partner is being with other people and you're still trying to make excuses for mm -hmm. him. And you're like, maybe it's because he lives in Abuja and I live in Lagos. So yeah, we're actually far from each other. So I'm like, okay, there's also that, mm. right? And he's also a young man. That's mm. doing well. So all these young girls definitely flock around him. So yeah. But 
it now got to a point where I realized that nigga was blocking me on Instagram to put up other people up setting mm. pictures and posts. He was blocking them to put me up on my birthday. It stopped making sense to me. Mm. And I'm like, wait, if we were not as serious as we are right now, I probably wouldn't take this thing to heart. I'll just be like, it's one of those things that you go through, right? But am I the one that is just carrying this relationship on my head? Mm-hmm. Are you not feeling the same way? So I decided to have a conversation with him. And there and then he told me, Maybe I'm just looking for plan B in other people. So, mm. you know what? Let's actually call this relationship. Eh? Wow. This happened just in like September that. last year. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did you say? I said, yeah, because, you know, I don't think so. My mom, my parents are not having this. And I don't think I want to fight any battle with my family. Eh? <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. So where did all of this come from? Did something happen? Did I do something? You know when you're not asking yourself, did I do something to you? Okay, I'm sorry if I did anything wrong, but please, can you not be like this? Can we, okay, you know what? Can we try to work this thing out? And he's like, no, Chinelo, no. Hmm. I was broken because I literally felt, remember I said, I really wanted to get married before I don't think mm. So I felt like, this is it. This is my last bus stop, right? Yeah. Uh, in my head, in fact, we're already doing church. I'm married in December. Mm. So, <laughs> oh, so it was really painful. It was very, very painful. And it took me about three months to get over it because I was like, okay, now this one time that I decided to come, I'm a fine girl. I have people that toast me every other day. And that's the problem. You know, they tell you, oh, you're, fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And then these men are going after you. But they're not going after you for the right reasons. They're going after you for yeah. the very wrong reasons, right? Because of your body, because of the way you look, and, you know, because of what they think that you are about. And eventually, you just find out that you've just wasted time, time again. So, yeah, that happened, and I was just like, okay. Actually, I think I need to slow down now. And mm. no more pressure. That's why I said this year, nah, no pressure. If it comes, if I'm going to get into anything, anyone, no problem. We're going to see how it goes through, you know, go about it, enjoy ourselves. But you see me putting myself under that pressure of we have to marry. Mm. No, I'm not going to do that. I just believe that it's going to flow. However, mm. it is. So, yeah, this is, a, I will not lie. It's very, 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 very... It's, it's been a big deal in relationships. And I always tell people who have had children, single mothers, single fathers, the truth is that you are... I don't like to call it a situation, right? But you are in something that is different. Mm. Different from a regular person, right? So even as a woman, it's going to be hard because... You are with, you, you're going to marry, especially if the person that you're going to be with is a single guy. See, most of these men out there, these desire ones, but I didn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> it's hard because, let me tell you what goes through the head the first time. I met someone recently and he said to me, is it not to pay school fees? And I said, hey, I'm not asking you to take care of my child. She has a father, actually. So I'm not saying that, you know, because yeah. my child becomes your responsibility. Of course, I mean, as my husband, you might want to do certain things for my child. But we're going to build our own family. I just need you to embrace my daughter like 
your own yeah right i'm not asking you to take full-on responsibility i'm not saying she's my baggage so because you are marrying me you have to carry her as your baggage as well right and i know that's what most of them fear so i always try to make it clear that look yes i might need your support financially emotionally one way or the other but this does not necessarily mean that i'm trying to put this baggage on you so don't try to run away because you think that's what about and this guy was so sincere with me and he told me he was like yes these are the things that I would be afraid of. Okay, so school fees. So now she's in secondary school. Very soon she's going to be writing my egg. Very soon she's going to have to get into university. Mm-hmm. So am I going to have to be responsible for that? Okay, so when we have our own kids, what's going to happen? What are we going to say to our children? Um, okay, so she's your stepsister. How do we start explaining? I'm like, see, have you met the children these days? They will be fine. They will sort themselves out. It's not, it's not a big... It's not that hard. It's like, do you understand? Like, if, you build, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you build everybody with love and there's exactly. love and respect with That's the family, to him. it will not even be an issue. I'm like, it's now, the onus is now on us yep. to do our own part as family now I'm sure ma- as the well. custodians of these kids and make yeah. sure that they actually grow up in that, you know. Love and unity. Like, that's it. So, yeah, girl, I mean, I'm single, no child. It's hard to get a man that is serious. Do you, do you get? So now... So I can't really... Uh-huh. It's not easy, like I must it. say. It's not, it's not. It's not. The streets, they're not smiling. The streets are just... He goes to the streets and you're wondering, come on, there has to be more. There has to be yeah. something more. Girl, it's not easy. But the Lord is with us. Amen. We will not settle. <laughs> we des- we are worthy uh, of every good thing. Yeah. We are not gonna settle uh, like. at all. No, we're not settling for shit at all. <laughs> so let's talk about the father of the child. Actually, yeah. is he married? Why are you not together? Never see yourself with him. <laughs> okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not married. Mm, okay. He was going to get married. So he got engaged. He engaged his fiance, I think, two years ago. But I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. They broke off the relationship at some point. And you know when you've just seen another side of life, right? And you just figure out that I deserve better. Mm. <laughs> so it's not that <laughs> I don't like this person. Mm? But you deserve better than that now. <laughs> See, I need to be treated better. Like, my life is just on a... We're not going in the same direction. Mm. I have grown so much. And I'm grateful that I didn't settle at the time that I did. Because Mm. I'll probably have been unhappy now, right? Was there there pressure for you to get married to him then? I mean, that's the only thing that made sense at the time. Mm. Because everybody would look at us and they're like, you know what? The best thing for you is to marry this guy. It's no good for you to go and be having child, you having child. Go and marry him. And I'm like... Sure, we don't marry this guy like this. Mm. But I now started to think again, and I'm like, you know, on this person's end as well, it doesn't seem like that's what he wants. But it does not mean that he's not willing to settle for it. And that's because he's a man. Mm. He can settle for it and his life will still go on and he can still do whatever it is. Yep. But you know, unfortunately, in this our society, as the woman, yeah. you might not be able to explore other opportunities the way he will be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get myself in all of that. We're very good friends, by the way. We're co-parents and very nice. Although, 
he can piss me off sometimes like he did on Sunday. He's very, very annoying. Jesus. I'm sure he would say the same of you. I mean, yes, he says it every time that I'm also annoying. Oh right? But yeah, I like the kind of friendship that we have now. Yeah. So it's that one of, okay, we need to go out with our daughter. We go out, we have a very, very good time. Mm-hmm. My daughter doesn't feel that thing of, oh, my mommy and my daddy are not. I mean, except for the fact that she knows we don't live together and she knows that sometimes she has to go be with her dad. Sometimes she has to be with me because, I mean, unfortunately, that's just how it is, right? Yeah. But then apart from that, we have a very cordial relationship. She sees us. She, we even get on calls together. So when we call her in school, we get on a conference call and we're talking to her and she's saying this, daddy this, mommy this. So she understands that, look, these people love me. Mm. I've seen letters that she has written, you know, her children now, she write letters in her journal, in her diary. And I've seen where she's written, God, please, can you bring my mommy and my daddy together? <laughs> and I just laugh. But then I just say it's God because I believe in never say never, right? Mm. But if you ask me right now, I'm not sure that's where I want to be. And that's the honest truth, right? Mm. I would rather just have us be the way that we are now. And, you know, and basically that's because I have I, I found my purpose in life. And if I'm going to be with anybody, I need somebody that can actually help me drive on that purpose as well. Mm. Be on the same page with me and, you know, understand, okay, this is what's best in trying to achieve and actually help me get to where I should get to and I should be doing vice versa for the person. But I don't yeah. see myself doing that for him. I don't see him doing that for me. So, I mean, right now, that's just where we're at. Mm. Yeah. Understandably, I think that that's a very big factor. I mean, having a child is one thing, but mm. being happy to even take care of the child because you can get married because of the child mm-hmm. and then you guys are not happy and yeah. then the child suffers for it again because you see some children right, right now even though their parents are married they don't care about them they don't want to be in the house they don't want to be around them because maybe they're just fighting <laughs> in the house you know yes. so it's way more than just living together because oh this happened mm-hmm. so I can definitely understand that and Let's see, like you said, never say never, but let's, uh, I wish you, I, I wish you all you wish yourself, you know, whatever it is, just send us the IV when it's time. Mm, I definitely will. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's like interesting. So another thing I probably would ask is, you know, as a man, do you think he has it easier for him? Do you feel like, oh, you put me in this situation, you know, that thing where it's like, oh, you put me in this situation now, but you had it easier. You know, when they say, I know that my mom used to say, when my mommy wants to tell me don't get pregnant and things like that, she tell you, the man will go. You are the one that will suffer for nine months. You will not go to school. You will do this. You have that resentment towards him. And did you think, do you ever feel like he went on to live his life while you suffered or endured? Okay, so if there's anything that I actually praise him for, it mm. is that while I was pregnant, even up until the time that I had the child, and before we started having all of the family issues, he was actually there. Mm. So he was responsible. Mm. So even if he didn't have the financial means at the time, he support. He was a very, very strong support system at the time. So he never, for one day, questioned the paternity of the child. That's another thing. He never, for one day, questioned. Oh, so now that yeah, 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 what am I supposed to do? If comes, it was even his family that made me feel that way, which is one of the problems that we have today. Mm. So it was even his family that made me feel like you came and destroyed our brother's life. Mm. And I'm looking at them like, are you guys joking? I destroyed your brother's life. Because I have a child for your brother. Are you th- are you thinking about me? Mm. So what do you think about me? What do you think about my own life? So you feel my own life has not had to pause, pause because mm-hmm. of this situation. No, don't do that. So this is part of the problems that we had and that brought us to where we are now, which is why I say we're not on the same page pause. for several reasons, right? That's just one of the many reasons. So 
at the beginning, yes, he was very supportive. I never felt that thing of you put me in this situation and then you walked away. No. What I have felt rather is that it's a lot more easier for him because, ha, I remember when he got engaged. Mm. See, it pierced my soul. Nobody could understand why. Because not like we were dating. We're not together. But I just felt like, God, you are so unfair. How can you let this person just be able to move on with his life so swiftly? And then here I am hanging. That's about the only time that I felt that way. Imagine, because we used to talk, right? We had a very cordial relationship. I knew he was dating someone. So it's not like I didn't know, but I just felt that somebody said that's it. That was a very stupid sense of entitlement. But I just felt like, okay, now that I know you were going to marry this person, you probably have said something to me and said, Chinelo, imagine me just waking up and going on Snapchat. And I see, engaged. <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately, that was the same day my housemates got engaged. So, you know, I was already celebrating that. I was, you know, yay, Chinese engaged. Mm. And then I go and snap. And I'm like, wait, wait. God, how am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to, <laughs> am I supposed to be happy for you? I'm, I then actually, I just, I just say congratulations. And I just went on my keyboard and I'm just, dr, 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 and I'm sending him stinkers and I'm, but we are very sorry about that. I keep apologizing to you about that. But I was so pained. I cried my eyes out because I felt like, wow, so you're just going to leave me behind like that? Ow, ow. And I called my mom, like, mommy, can you imagine? He's actually, I almost said, ah. She didn't know what to say to me. Actually. I called my friends. I'm like, guess what? And I'm like, if I, it was pictures, I sent to all of them. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> so sometimes it sees me and says that I'm a witch. <laughs> that is because I was not happy about the engagement. That's why it ended. But that's no way. I Were you happy like, though? Were you happy when it ended? <laughs> um, see, I was just like, mm, man. Man. Mm. Man, that's caught you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no blood, no bad blood, no bad blood, no bad blood, no bad blood at all, no bad blood at all. But yeah, you know, I just, I felt, ah, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Mm. But I just came to tell, ah, you know, this guy has to move. Mm-hmm. What you should be praying for now is for it to also move. Mm. So I think that also put me under pressure. Mm. To want to be in a stable relationship. I want to that. Like, I can send you and say, yes. <laughs> You say you post your own Snapchat. Hey. No. And he would just... And you send him my V2. Come. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I, I, I think that pettiness every now and then is understandable. It, it is. It's part of who we are. Of course. Unless you're trying to pretend that, mm-hmm. oh, he doesn't hurt you. Because it's like, me, I, I, I stopped dating somewhere like a year, more than a year ago. Mm. The other day I saw his picture. I think his friend posted. I don't know. I think he's engaged or something. See where I blocked everybody. <laughs> See, I blocked everybody. I just went, blocked him, blocked his friend. I said, nobody should, nobody should stress my life. I don't care. Before I left him, the reason why I didn't block him before was, you know, yes, when I'm going to be in a relationship, I repepe you. Mm. But it now happened that he's peppering me first. I'm like, okay, I give up. I give up. Let me just block you and have my peace. peace it yeah. just stings you in a way that it's like, but I've moved on. But why is this still bringing me? But it's just spinning you and mm. it's human nature. It's like, you can't even ask yourself what, <laughs> why. And I can't beat kids. myself. Like, why am I feeling the way? Why am I down? It's just like my previous relation, the one that broke up last year. You know, 
<laughs> on Instagram, it was Valentine's Day. Mm. I was just scrolling through. And then I see his post <laughs> with one of the girls that we actually used to find out. Like, he told me, Nothing was going on. There was nothing. Hmm. Jeez. Where, you know, they held hands and they had the love center. Oh my God. Hey, <laughs> see my life. Oh. And I go, I said, damn, come and see something. And she said, Chinilo. Stop. I don't know what you're even still looking for. Guess what? I sent him a message. I was like, must be nice. <laughs> you're petty. You're very petty. <laughs> oh, yes, I am petty. And you're ready that he didn't respond to me. Oh, my God. But I think I had gotten over it. Just like, yeah. But it just things in a kind of way that you cannot explain it. I don't, I think it's just human nature because, like, it's been a while. You should have moved on with your life. <laughs> you know. You know, dating somebody else. You need the person to go. But it's just like, it's like there's a competition that mm. is not competition. And then his friend now tweeted. I mean, I sent a screenshot to one of my friends. I'm like, who is writing? He's talking about me. He's talking to me. I don't know if he was talking to me, but it just felt like it was an attack on my mm. person. And I'm like, see, go punish them. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 man, it's not easy to be a woman. <laughs> see, you see. But I'm so happy I'm a woman because mm. there's so many things that I don't know how, how how I would have dealt with as a man. Right? Mm. So being a woman is bliss to me mm. most times. Actually, there are so many, in fact, there's so many perks of being a woman. There's pretty privilege, right? Okay. A woman who accepts it, that's good. You get that I know that I am able to get through some doors. I'm get, able to get mm. some things because I'm a woman. If I was a man, I would probably not have that opportunity. Mm. Or it would be just more difficult, right? So when I think about it, I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm I don't want to be a man. I don't want to be a man. No, I don't want to be a man. I, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I think I put up my Twitter all the time. I'm a woman who loves being a woman. I'm like, I love it. Yes, there are wahala of inequality, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But I still love it. Let me know, liar. And I still want chivalry. Like, now, babe, go on the door uh, for hey, me. Please. Princess treatment. Treat me like a queen. <laughs> I want it all. So, so yeah, I, I agree that there, there are privileges. But as a woman who has been to the labor room, mm-hmm. after that, actually, at that age, you what? pushed. Just Yes, I did. In fact, let me now give you this story. Of this. Download. Hmm. So, we went to Ibadan. Don't ask me what we went to do in Ibadan. Because <laughs> now that I'm thinking, I'm like, with my big stomach, what I was what was I looking for on Lagos Ibadan Express, hmm? actually? But we went to Ibadan, right? And we went out. And I had catfish pepper soup. <laughs> ah, very nice, you know. <laughs> I was feeling so good with myself. We got back to the hotel. I was chilling. And he was going to go out with his guys. And then he said, okay, you know what? I need to go out with my cousins and some of my guys. I'll see you later. And this is what, maybe like nine-ish. I'm like, oh, great. Of course, I cannot carry my smart cup down with them also. Yeah, I will just sit there at home. So I was just home. And then my tummy started to hurt. I have a very sensitive stomach naturally. So most times when I eat something that is irregular, so my tummy tends to react mm. to it. So I started feeling funny. I'm like, ah, okay. I think it's the... Pepper soup that I ate. Me, my, so I texted and I was like, my smack just feeling like, oh, okay, maybe you should just try to sleep. I tried to sleep, but it wasn't just. It wasn't going. I wasn't comfortable. So I went to the toilet a couple of times. And then at some point, I think about the fourth time I went to the toilet, I tried to clean up and then I saw blood. So I freaked out for a bit. And I'm like, what? What's hmm. happening? Before then, I had already been Googling symptoms of. <laughs> 
labor. I had asked my mom, like, okay, so what's it going to feel like? But everybody kept telling me your water will break. <laughs> water did not break for me. So I was expecting that water was going to break. Water did not break. It was blood. So I'm like, blood. So the first thing I me was miscarriage. I'm like, yeah. But let me now post you in. Do you know that I'm like, hmm, this miscarriage. Okay. <laughs> but you know, let's just see. But at some point, I started to feel though, my mom had told me, okay, you probably have contractions, like when you're having cramps, so it's to come and go. So I now remembered, wait, that's that's how my tummy has been paining. It's been coming, mm. been coming, and been coming. So I didn't even realize I was in labor all that while. So I just come like, please come back home. So by the time we came back, I was already going through full on labor. Wow. I kid you not. We got into the car and I had my legs on the dashboard. And I don't remember, but then he says, I just kept yelling at him. I think, why are you entering that pothole? Why are you doing that? I was really cranky. I love the fact that it was both of you. So that the you know? <clears throat> so we got to the hospital and then the hospital, you have to climb the stairs. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> climbing. But with how I'm feeling, I am not climbing the stairs. And he came and said, oh, by the way, doctor, I already know. Are you joking? It can only be, if it's not doctor, it cannot be any, it cannot be any other person. And so I'm there, I'm struggling with my phone. Call doctor, I read, call doctor. And he's like, Chilo, come. I'm like, I don't want any other doctor. <laughs> and they then called doctor. And doctor, I said, Chilo, I just needed to be calm right now. I had to get to UCH, so I'm very far from town. But just be calm. Okay, you know what? I'll be there. But then if you get to the point where another doctor has to attend to you, please let them. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm just like, I'm pissing all over the place. But funny enough, it wasn't, it was painful. It was, I mean, of the boys. That has to be the worst pain I have ever experienced in my life. And trust me, I have a very strong threshold, threshold. for pain. But that pain was out of this world. But you see, I tell people, the beautiful thing about childbirth is you go through, and that's how life is. You go through that pain for that period. But then once that baby pops out and you hold that baby, you forget everything that you went through. Um, that was mm-hmm. what happened to me. Like, sometimes I try to think back and I, I remember how I felt, how the pain, how painful it was. Because I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand, I couldn't squat. I just felt so uncomfortable. You know, the nurses would tell me, okay, lie on your side, lie on your back. And at the same time, you feel like pulling and pain. Mm-hmm. But that's nothing is coming out. It's just the baby trying to... It was a very confusing feeling. So I think, I don't know. Labor, ah, geez, I don't mean to scare anybody. It's a beautiful thing. But guy, if you are not ready for it, <laughs> don't try it, honestly. It was, what, six hours? It was just six hours. Wow. And before I knew what was happening, pop, baby was out. And I held baby and I'm like, <laughs> it's all over. Now let's deal with real life. <laughs> Wow. I mean, like, I never get tired of hearing people say their experience of me, but when my cousin gave birth, was like, tell me about it. Did he pay you? Did you push? Did he? Like, <laughs> you know, the first moment they're taking, push. And I'm like, guys, I am pushing. What's more? Do you, do you want me to push us my first thing? I'm like, no. And then, I remember when the doctor walked through the door, he's like, Chinelo, I understand how you feel right now. And I'm like, call my mommy, call my mommy. Like, I understand how you feel right now, but you just need to be calm. And that's the truth. You mm. actually just need to be calm. It's hard to be calm when you're there. Is it that outside? <laughs> but it helps you when you're calmer. That's why I say, see, I don't advise anybody to have a child outside of marriage or outside of a support. Because... 
See, it's very hard because that entire process, the truth is you cannot do it by yourself. Mm. You need people who love you, people who would hold your hand to actually be by your side in those times. So, see, God is... God knows what he was doing when he when said, said that I want man and woman to be together. Do you understand? He knows what he was doing because that's the only reason why, you know, a man can afford to go into the labor room with his wife mm. and then he's there calming her down and then she feels better. I feel like if I was married, the pain wouldn't have been as... Because the truth is my delivery was actually very smooth. I didn't have any tear for a 19-year-old. Mm. I didn't have any... There, was, there were no lacerations, nothing, no complications, nothing at all. And I was not one of the most faithful antenatal uh, um, goers, to be very honest. Mm. Once in a while, folic acid here, multivite here, there and there. But nothing too tremendous, you know. But at the end of the day, my baby came out very healthy mm. and, you know, all of that. But I just feel like if I was married or if I if we had done it the proper way, it would have been a Whole, that whole process, you know, I couldn't even do baby photo shoots because mm. really, I'm like, what's there to be joyous? Even everybody around me is like, what's there to be joyous about? This is something I'm supposed to be proud about. So I, when I think about it, I'm like, mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe if, if it had happened the right way, I would have been able mm. to do all of this and have been easier. So in as much as I have a child, I don't advise people to do it. Mm. I, I'm like, you know, you better be careful if you're doing, if you're having sex, you better be very careful because you don't want to put yourself You've heard her. Be mm. careful. If you're listening, be careful. You know, I had an episode with a friend, a male friend, who a few episodes ago, Ralph, and he was talking about when he, he his girlfriend mistakenly, he felt like she was pregnant. He said, hey, Jessica. <laughs> I was like, when you were doing it, you didn't no, know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm, I'm happy that, you know, you've shared your story with such joy and you've come out of it looking like amazing and mm. beautiful and there's Thank a you. lot to learn from you. So I feel like I could go on talking and talking and talking with you. In fact, my producer is going to come and meet me. Jessica, how many minutes I said this was supposed to be? <laughs> but like, I cannot stop because it's so much talking to you. But just so that we can wrap this up, I'm going to say from your experience so far, you've 29, going yeah. to 30. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to somebody who is in their 20s now, like, probably freshly new or meet for me? Like, what advice, what are some of the lessons that you've learned so far that you think are necessary? Hmm. First, I'll say, live your life to the fullest. Hmm. Live your life to the fullest. Live as much as you can. I was saying to her when we are coming, I'm like, see, I don't believe in I cannot. Hmm. I'm that person that would try... And that's how I've been able to keep up with the many things and many hats that I wear, right? Because I'm that person that will try my hands on something. Until it doesn't work, I'm not going to pull out. Until I know that, okay, I have put in my best and this thing is not just going to go this way. Chino, you know what? Rest. Leave it. Mm. That's the only time I'm going to leave it. But it really amazes me when somebody says, ah... I should come up with this document. I cannot. What? Don't tell me that. So, you see that your 20s is that time to explore, travel. Hey, if we have money in court. We don't want to travel in <laughs> But go ahead, please. Go to school, meet people, build solid relationships, network. Work mm. for your money. You know, just live life. Live life. I'm not saying live carelessly. Live life. Yes, live with caution, but just live. Don't let anything hold you back. Because trust me, 
by the time my, my closest friend right now is about three years younger than I am. And every day I look at her and I smile because I see her leaving. And I'm just like, yeah, go girl, go girl, go girl. It's very important because you find out that by the time you are 30 or you're nearing, there are certain things that you couldn't, you can't do anymore. Not because you cannot, right? And I'm not saying that there's a limit. Once you're 30, there's now that, you know, hold on your life. No, that's not what I'm saying. But it's just, you're fresh. You're young. It's a lot easier for you to, you know, explore. And I see job, um, what's it called now? Opens. Openings now and let you see. Not that. <laughs> I remember when I was 22, when I was 23, when I was 21, and I'm like, wait, all of a sudden, now I'm here. So I can't even now relate to this when something <laughs> in church now. The other day, my pastor was 18, I was like, chill, all these people here, they're not your mate, too. They are 22, 23. And I'm like, hey. Voila. I'm now an old woman, right? But yeah, just live your life. As much as you, you can. can while you're in your 20s. Mm, mm, like, word, word, word. And you're the, I think you're the third or the fourth person who is at this age I've interviewed. I interviewed Baller and Money some time mm, ago. Mm. I mean, I asked them the very same question, said the same thing. It's like, everyone says, I was like, leave. See, just leave. Just leave. Hmm. It's like, just, just leave. It's like, and it's, it's beautiful to hear you say it again. And I think that's my reminder, even when life hits me, mm. like, just leave. Mm-hmm. Eventually, everything will go away. Just like when you use the illustration of, you know, having the baby, yes. going through that pain and everything. Eventually, it comes out, you come out of it and you're like, excited you back and, and, and mm. like, okay, I went through that. I came out looking good. I came out of it. So, yeah, that is my... That is my motivation. Please. To leave. <laughs> that is my motivation to leave. Leave as much as you can. I will. And even as you go to your 30s, what are you looking forward to? Ah, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to making more money. Mm, speak, sis. I thought I was going <laughs> to make, um, what do you call that thing now? Under 30 CEOs. But it's okay. Aww. It's not too late. There's 35 and there's... Even 40. 40. I know 40. that I'm... Ha- See, you are not ready for me. We're not ready. Mm. <laughs> you know what was about to happen? Do you know that? From last year, I think November, December last year... I, I, no jokes, now. I'm not even trying to say this because I'm trying to sound cool or anything. Yeah. I literally felt a, a turnaround in my mm. life. I felt like I'd hit that place where mm. you know what's... Now think, just watch. Things, things only that, get better from here. And that's how it has been. Mm. I think it's also a mindset thing, right? Because you now only begin to be positive, positive, positive. And once you're positive, you know, it helps you to now put in more energy, channel your mm. energy, a positive energy into other things. And I mean, if you work hard, you're definitely going to reap the fruits of your labor, yep. right? And so that's what has been happening to me. And I'm just like, I love where I am. Mm. So yeah, I'm looking forward to being in my 30s. I'm looking forward to making my money. I'm looking forward to making a name and a legacy for myself my child and my unborn children I'm looking forward to exploring great tides mm. I cannot wait mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I, I love it I love it I love the smile on your face when you say it it's like yes we are ready for Nilu to take over the world <laughs> we're here and Trust me, I'm going to be here cheering you on. Thank cheering you. you on and just saying, yep, 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 yep. yep. I knew her when she was crazy. <laughs> I knew her before she blew. Well, you know, on her way to blow in here. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. Like, this is such a very a refreshing episode to come mm. back to mm. podcast. It's like, 
I miss doing this. I miss talking to you. You know how you go on a break for a while and you're like, have I forgotten how to talk, talk. to people? Mm. <laughs> well, you know, you've just ushered me into like such a good place yeah. to be. And I'm like, yeah, it was worth the wait. You know, you know I was telling you that. Wait, I, don't, I don't know if I told you, I'm like, I want to make a video. I don't want it to just rush, yeah. rush, rush, rush. Yeah. Let's calm yeah. down. Like, yes, it was worth it. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, very, so, I'm, so, very, I'm so excited. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Guys, I don't even have words to say. It's like, <laughs> this episode has been packed with so much so I'm so excited for you to listen to it and I'm sure that as you listen you're like mm, 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 you know you know <laughs> but yeah I'm hoping that you enjoy listening to this and until next time I remain Jessica Fortunes and you've been listening to 20 somethings rant and of course thank you Nilu you're welcome alright guys signing out bye, bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to drop a review and rate on iTunes, Spotify, and Jamit. Also, you can join the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag, hashtag 20somethingsrant, or follow on Instagram at 20somethingsrant, or send an email to 20somethingsrant at gmail.com. Until next time, I remain Jessica Fortunes. Bye-bye.